Hey guys, we're so excited about our upcoming episode on Lutwidge Idkins. We have a lot of great guests, so we just wanted to give you a little taste of what they each had to say about Idkins. A little taste of what's to come. Yeah, that's good. I'll just let them speak for themselves. I'm Malavika Prasid, fiction writer, Chicago Review of Books contributor, genetic counselor, and host of the Your Favorite Book podcast. I still think back to this writing retreat I did at Iowa between my junior and senior years of college. We were staying in this big old farmhouse and all the bedrooms were named after, you know, famous authors. I was assigned to the Aikens room. At first I was like, what is Aikens? Is that a person? My friend Alan, who was in the Bronte room, was like, dude, you got Aikens. No way. He wanted to switch with me. But I just felt like there was good energy in Aikens. There was this frame print on the wall from the illustrated edition of Three Little Bells, and it was just so beautiful. That was the start of my love affair with Ludwig, who were on a first-name basis. Man, so what was your guys' first experience with Igkins? Well, you- I remember my parents reading some of his children's books to me as a child. What was your favorite? Uh, probably The Three Little Bells. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that one's really cute. Yeah, everybody loves that one. I love Poncho, the littlest bell. Torvald's pretty good, too, though. The biggest (laughs) of the little bells. What was the middle bell's name, Jackie? Um, Dorfolding. Okay. And I dressed up as that little bell for Halloween one time, and then my younger sister was... um, Poncho? Was Poncho, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, My mom made made the costume herself. Were the three of you the little bells? (laughs) I love how they're from different nationalities. Well, it goes with the message of unity. (laughs) Right. I don't think they saw nationalities. I don't think they saw colors. He was ahead of his time. You're right. You're right. That's why he's still so popular today. Like, it, it still feels fresh. That's why he had a resurgence in the 90s when it was important to... Be colorblind. To not see color. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Before we realized that was a problem, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was ahead of his time, and then now he's still ahead of his time, but also behind our time. Yeah. Sure. My name is Lindsay Kelk, and I am the best-selling author of the iHeart series, amongst other titles. So this is something I haven't talked about a lot, because... um, don't talk about my influences very often, uh, especially not when you're talking about someone as genius, as, as incredible as this guy. Um, don't like to align myself with a monumental genius that often draws comparisons. But actually, when I was first starting out and I was really stuck for titles, really stuck for ideas, I did what most young writers do and I borrowed inspiration from the classics. So the titles of the I Heart series actually go back to Igkin's novels. Uh, the ones that paid tribute to his formative years in the UK and then around London and, and all, all around the country. My Heart Lies in Leeds was something I had read a million times as a kid, coming from near, very near Leeds, being a Yorkshire girl myself. So something clearly stuck. Uh, and yeah, I can't imagine the world without him, you know? It's crazy. Um, God bless Idkins and all who sail in him. That's what I say. God bless Idkins. Yeah, I th- well, the first time I actually heard about him, I came to him a little later than most people because, you know me, like, I don't really know things. Uh, um, canonically. <laughs> Classic Jackie. But actually, Rachel, I heard about him for the first time in Chuck Sullivan's poetry class. Whoa. Do you remember the, what was the title of that poem? Um, 
It's the one that- Jumper's Wake. Jumper's Awake. Jumper's Wake, yeah. It was the one that goes, from out my bed, I jumped in morn and sang a tumbly song till dawn. <laughs> till, till dawn. Like you had wow. to do it with the British <laughs> you to, accent. You had to yeah. do a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dawn. No, 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 no. Hey, I'm walking here. Like that. The, yeah, the rhythm of that, right? Like it's it's bouncy, it's jumpy, yeah. He did it all. You hear the bustle of the city. What city was he from again? Mm-hmm. Was, I mean, he grew up he in Delft, Delft, but he- he spent mm-hmm. his teenage to adult years in London. As an average teen. Oh, right. Average age and above. I'm Seth Chandler. I happen to be Theo's older brother. And the podcast asked me to come on and talk a little bit about my experience with Igkins because I was a research assistant to one of my professors in her retranslation of Allegra into Korean. Allegra is a buildings roman about a young girl experiencing the changing world of her native Dutch village during the Industrial Revolution. With a language pairing as incongruous as English and Korean, translation always presents some interesting struggles, not to mention the cultural differences between 19th century Netherlands and Korea today. But luckily, Igkins has been so famous in Korea for over a century that most people have an almost intuitive understanding of the texts, and the public was more interested in what new details a retranslation could draw out and what interpretations my professor's work would make possible than in nitpicking footnotes or word choices. Didn't you watch Allegra's Window growing up, Jackie? Because that was based on... Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so that was actually your first exposure. And I didn't know that until I actually was just reading about him, until I looked at the Wikipedia page. Um, Yeah, I I had no idea Allegra's Window was from that. I love that growing up. Yeah, it was just the first few chapters. I I don't know what it is. (laughs) It was a children's show on Nickelodeon in the 90s, and it had a lot of... it's a little pink puppet. A lot of puppets and some humans. Well, the book was a little bit more adult themed um like it was kind of just about growing up and she was like a very well-written female character three-dimensional and allegra's window kind of takes that same idea but it just puts her in a window yeah from 1995 to like 2002 most of nickelodeon's programming was based on some book by igkins right it certainly seems that way it does it feels like that it really does like there were a couple spongebob episodes that were like parodies of igkins short stories i know that like three little bells starts with mm-hmm. who lives in a bell tower off on the hill Ludwig igkins <laughs> 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 Sounds like a pretty fun miniseries, right? Well, anyway, tune in next month to hear it. It's going to be great.